0: Yeah, everyone. We have to ask ourselves in our Torah portion this week, what exactly was the function of these 12 individuals, these 12 anashim. what did, what were they charged to do? It's clear that they were not there to spy from a military perspective. After all, a military perspective, you'd send two individuals, they would not traverse the entire land, they perhaps would only go to the first location under the veil of secrecy. They would never report back their findings to the entire people, but just to the head honcho, the leader. So it's clear that these 12 individuals were there to go check out the land. And why were they going to check out the land? Rabbi Zalveitschik offers a beautiful insight that before you can betroth a woman the halacha, Jewish law says you, of course, need to meet with her. You have to meet her. And so to the function of these 12 individuals, they were not spies, they were 12 individuals who needed to go and see the land, report back on the land, so that the people could marry the land of Israel. We know this beautiful analogy, written in many places, most famously perhaps by Rabbi Yudah Halevi, who writes in great detail about the beauty that we have for the land of Israel, almost allegorically making it into a bride, into a female, a color, And so, when they were on their journey, these 12 individuals, they saw many things, and they reported back almost totally with objective information. However, something that must be mentioned is that upon their return, they make a claim that it is a land, Eretz O'chelet Yoshevah, it's a land that truly devours its inhabitants. How could they... Reach such a conclusion. they see that literally the ground swallow up people that stood in front of them? Perhaps. But the rabbis offer tremendous insight that I think speaks volumes. The rabbis say, you know, it was very simple. Wherever they went to, there were funerals. And it allowed the 12 individuals to, you know, go around and check out the land and kind of not try any sense of suspicion. You see, they saw it. As wow, look at all these funerals. It must truly be a place of death, a place that's uninhabitable. We will never be victorious. We don't want to live here. A terrible place to dwell and live. In life, when we see events, how do we interpret them? Do we interpret them with a sense of confidence, with a sense of we can prevail? God has truly been with the people these last over the last year, year and a half in the desert providing them with miracles and manna. And now they were scared over the conquest of this land. It seems so trite compared to what God has bestowed upon the people. How can they look at this situation and reach such a difficult conclusion? One which, of course, Kalev and alongside Yeshua, they do not reach the same conclusion. When you look at life and you see something in front of you, what do you use to guide your principles? The Torah tells us, At the end of our parsha, we look at Tzitzit. reminds us of God. Who's above us? Who really runs the world? God wants us to live in the land of Israel. It will somehow be successful. Do we understand, of course not. But we are only human. We are finite in our understanding and our rationale. And so these individuals, whatever they saw in front of them, they interpreted it as negative. They saw themselves as small grasshoppers, as the text tells us. They saw themselves as small. And therefore, when they see themselves as small, they really are small. And then it prevents them from becoming true leaders and individuals who want to live in the Promised Land. It was a generation that sadly never entered. It is because they were unworthy of themselves. They were unworthy. And they looked at life with a sense of negativity, not truly believing that God is behind so many things, If He wants us to. Of course, we can overcome things and our challenges in life. May we be able to remind ourselves through Tzitzit and through whatever else we have in our lives, that God is with us, and He wants us to overcome. He wants us to prevail, and He wants us to succeed. Uh, In the language of Kalev, alone Allah, we can't ascend. We can go even higher. Shabbat Shalom. Have a beautiful Shabbos.